Hello, everyone. How are we doing today? First proper recorded podcast of 2022, and it is with one of the members of the resident rock band of RWF, Shining Wizard. It's Clash. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good, thank you. How, how are you doing? Fantastic, mate. Not too bad at all, yeah. That's good, that's good. We started off the year quite well. We started off with a yeah. bang. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to recently? Um... No, just standard training's going all right. Uh, bit unfortunate with the recent tag tournament. I got a really very solid win over the worst, and then it all just it all just went downhill in the final. Really, yeah, uh, unfortunate. It's very unfortunate, but a few dodgy dealings from yeah, a couple, yeah, yeah, something we a little. Slip of what we could only imagine is a little bit of the green handed over to Merseyside Wrecking Crew. Merseyside. Mercenary, Mercenary squad. squad. Yeah. Merseyside Wrecking um, Crew are mixing the two <clears throat> up there. Yeah. Yeah, it did look like they were they were paid off for whatever reason. Mm, yeah. Presumably to, to eliminate Synergy from that final because I feel like had Synergy been in there fresh off a, a big win that they would have had, it would have gone very different for the Wrecking Crew because those guys, they're something else, really, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Synergy are insane. It's, I still, to this day, after how long I've watched them, still don't believe they're human. <laughs> well, you, I've, I've, been, I've been in the ring with them multiple times, and it's just like, the amount of power they have is insane. Like, I'm, I'm just glad we're on good terms now, really. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> That... That match is definitely something we get into, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, it's we talking mosh pit mayhem? Maybe. Oh, that <laughs> that match it was it was something else. That match. I mean, it's it's out for free on Powered for TV as well. People want to check it out. Oh, I Defi- swear, definitely please. worth watching. Definitely worth watching. I had the um, I had the pleasure of being the front row. Oh my lord! Oh, you could feel that in the in, in the audience. I mind actually being in the ring. Yeah, it was it was a it was a tense atmosphere. Like, I think everyone in then they they knew it was going to be carnage, but I don't think they they knew like the level it was going to be at. Yeah, I mean, neither, yeah. neither did we going in. Like, we we knew what we wanted going into that match, but we weren't expecting Synergy to hit back as hard as they did. I like... think it's um, <laughs> I think it was like Pandora's box. Like no one really knew what they were gonna get, but yeah, they knew it was going to be carnage, but at what extent and what level? And yeah, it was brutal. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> jeez, well, no, it was it was in, was insane. Yeah, massively insane. We will get to that a little bit later on. Um, first off, though, just out of curiosity, what but. I've got an idea, but what brought the name Clash on? Um, well, obviously it's it's a it's a rip off of Slash, isn't it? Like <laughs> that, that is just what's happened. <laughs> like, rock the band, think of a rock star Slash, change it a bit. What do wrestlers do? They clash. Sorted. Fair play. I got him. Yeah. It's star logic. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it is star logic. I mean, I can't complain though. I mean, 
The Shining Wizard, Rock Band, that makes sense. Yeah, easy to remember as well. It is, yeah. Not too complicated. <laughs> uh, so, um, what was it that inspired you to start, start training to wrestle? Well, it, it was it was like a weird thing because like I I was never one of these kids who who watched it all the time growing up because like we on we only really had digital TV and I was just it was never really an interest. But um, I don't know if you remember the the world the pro wrestling world cup that WCPW did a few years ago. Hmm. Yeah, basically, um, a couple of my mates were like, oh, come with us and watch this. It'll be a good night out. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if it's my thing. And, and I, I went, I watched it. I really, really enjoyed it. And the thoughts came into my head of, I, I want to do this. So I spent ages looking for training schools. And then the LWF, obviously, it popped up as something that I, was easy for me to get to, like living in Leyland, LWF being in Charlie. So I go down, it was uh, end of 2018, and it, it was their show day, and I, I didn't know this. So I was like, right, okay. So help with setup and stuff to the best I could. And I was like, yeah, this is really, really, really good. And then obviously I just, I just continued going. Bit, bit of an incident uh, in my second training session with a backwards roll um, that it almost put me off, but I'm like, as long as it doesn't happen again, it'll be fine. Like, it, it was one of them things, like, because I was really, really not not athletic, not agile, not in shape when I started. So I do this backwards roll, and I just go vertical up on my head. But then the rest of my body just comes down. And it was it was not nice, but still, still alive and kicking, so it's fine. <laughs> Oh, that doesn't sound nice. No, it was awful. <laughs> it's mad though, isn't it? How the slight, it's always a little thing, like the slightest little things can, one little thing goes wrong of something that you'd think would be easy and that's yeah. what gets you. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's always the same, like, and in training, like, something I've noticed is one person could understand, say, shoulder rolls, for example. One person... Yeah. Got them perfect, easy. Someone else, me, struggles. It takes time to get used to them. You can do them now, but it's one of those who it's one hundred percent down to the individual what they can and what they can't grasp. Yeah, definitely. Like, like people progress at different rates, and mm. like, like me personally, I I wrestle on the LWF shows, but there's certain things in training that people who have been there two, three weeks can do better than me. Mm. It's, 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 it's yeah it's all about just keeping a good mindset and just knowing like you keep practicing that stuff you'll you'll be good at it eventually yeah 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 it's all about consistency pure consistency yeah, definitely yeah so i, I remember i remember i tried uh, i was at the gym on that this hard like uh so i you know the astroturf sort of floor but without the black bits Kind of yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I was I tried to practice the shoulder roll on that. I was like, oh, you kind of need a softer flooring for that. That hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Wrecked my shoulder from one roll. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that again. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Foam matting is the way forward when it comes to, to practicing rolls and stuff. Yes, massively. I got um, 
a mattress and put it in the back back garden was practicing them but then the kind of um instant roles where you're on level flooring and you're going to do the roll on a mattress that is like a step yeah, above yeah you used to doing it a foot higher yeah so it kind of that threw me off a little bit but uh, whatever works works yeah true what's it like working in front of the AWF crowd because I've noticed it can be a bit, can't it? Yeah, the crowd, the crowd are the crowd are unbelievable at the LWF. Like the energy they bring's insane. Like, and personally, I I just feel very lucky to be on the positive side of that. Yeah, because you've ob- you've obviously seen how they are with the wrecking crew, Nick Cutter, <laughs> people like that. Like they hate them. Like, it's not it's not one of them things where it's like, oh, we're gonna boo you because you're mm. a bad guy. It's like, you can see in their faces, they, they actively dislike these people. Yeah. Because of, um, like, I'm, yeah, just happy that, <laughs> that they like me, I guess. that <laughs> 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 you you genuinely bang on, because a lot of them are, like, a younger audience as well, so they're, yeah. they're not, like, as exposed to it as we are, I guess. Yeah, so, I, get, I get you with that. Like, they're very much good like, bad guy, good guy, bad guy thing. Yeah. I, try, I, I do sometimes get a bit jealous of that. <laughs> you know, looking yeah, at like, like an innocent point of view. Yeah, just being like, these people, like, like I feel like, they, like a lot of the kids in the crowd, they, they do look up to, to wrestlers kind of thing. Like, that, that sounds a bit like, a bit stuck up. But no, you, no. You, you can see it by like how many of them queue up for in-ring photos and get photos after the show and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the reactions, like, it's genuine organic reactions. It's not, like, oh, this is the good... Oh, okay, yeah. Like, it's yeah. 100%, like, unglued. Like, you see the likes of Joey Hayes and Reynardo. Like, the, the place just... Yeah, it, comes it, on, it comes unglued. Yeah. It does. Crowd it, it absolutely does. love them. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's always lovely to, lovely to see, and like, it's something and I aspire investors will look at, or even investors wrestling now will look at and think, I want to reach that level. You know what I mean? Where you, the crowd just comes unglued for you. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's always got to be a goal, hasn't it? Like, for you to be able to walk out that curtain and the crowd are on their feet. Like, like you saw it when Reynaldo won the championship. Yeah. Like, there was people, like, jumping up and down and, like, I, it, it was like comparable to like like Luke Shaw, Luke Shaw's goal in the in the Euros final. Like it, <laughs> the energy that come off that crowd was unbelievable. Yeah. Never thought I'd hear that comparison. <laughs> yeah. Well, right, right now though, it's a football guy, any so I thought I'd make that analogy. Fair play, fair play, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> so um you're a um one thing I've noticed is you predominantly work LWF. Um, have you thought, oh, uh, is it a goal for the future to expand to other oh, shows? Yes, yeah, definitely a goal to to get bookings elsewhere. But at the moment, I'm just I'm just happy, I'm happy with where I am. Like maybe maybe later on this year or start of next year, I'll start trying to branch out a bit. But for now, I just want to solidify my position in the LWF. If that makes sense. It's perfect sense. Yeah. Absolute perfect sense. RWF is a genuine family. And I can say that yeah. with how I've been treated by 
you guys by Bibi and everyone. And I'm not even a wrestler there, but yeah, yeah they, they're such a family. No, yeah, definitely. Like, it's, it's one of them things, like, they they are, like, everyone at the LWF are genuine friends of mine. Like, it's not just like I go and I train with them and I work with them on shows. It's like, yeah, I'd, I'd go out for a drink with them or, yeah. like, stuff like that. And I have done in the past, like. Yeah, exactly. Like, TNT, for example, at Strange Fears, like, that, I... I when I got invited to that, I said I was like second, third, fourth, fifth guessing everything because, as I said, I'm not a wrestler. So I was like, do I belong here or anything like that? But you made me, I, all of you made me feel like one of you. You made me feel so welcome. It was like one of the best days slash nights of wrestling I think I've seen in a long time. Oh, it, it was it was a cracking night, Extreme Fields. It was very, very good to be there. Yeah. Um, Drank quite a bit, but well, no. <laughs> that's a well, ignore that because it's unprofessional. <laughs> hey, nice you, were, you weren't working the show, you were a fan. I wasn't, I was a, I was a fan on that show, and it's, it's good, it's good to go and just support your fellow wrestlers and your like local promotions. And it's oh, yeah, it's, it's always a good night, isn't it? Oh, it was uh, great, it was so fun. And we can't forget, this is something that needs to live on in infamy. Nathan is a wanker. Yeah, that, that chant, that chant directed at uh, Mr. Cruz. I mean, it was, he, he, he was, he was being a wanker, to be fair. He was, it was justified. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was incredible. Like, the reaction to Dynamite V and watching a very drunk Kelly Van Ness run up to about, to about an inch of the ring cheering him on. Oh, he's fantastic. great though, Lee. Like he's got in, he's got some incredible energy. Oh yeah, I remember, I remember like when he when he was on LWF shows, like he would he, he was always like just so excited about everything, like backstage, like real like sound guy, like incredible wrestler, like really happy for him that he's going going up and up. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely someone to watch. Massively, yeah, definitely, like, definitely. The, like one the, up to the top of each list when it comes to ones to watch for this year. The that is yeah. incredible, absolutely. Um, like, yeah, I had him on uh, on here a few months ago, and the support was yeah, nothing short of what they expected, really. But I still overwhelmed me at the same time because of just how much people love for thee. Well, yeah, it's because like it's just a. Just that the energy he has in that, like, mm. but it's, like his, his catchphrase, like the fuse, like it's everyone loves that. Like the amount it of works. people who join in with that, yeah, it's, it fits him so well. Perfect, it's absolutely perfect. Like he struck gold when you hit something yeah, like that. It's only got to take you from there to there, yeah, and like that. massively. This is important. It's important. I got quite an important one here. An important question. I think um, the the people need to know. How many instruments can you play? None. I can do a li- little, little bit of bass. 
When I say Here a little go. bit, I mean I mean like accord. Like <laughs> But damn it, you can do that chord well. Yeah. <laughs> Fake it convincingly as well. Oh yeah. yeah. Massively. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I had to no, I, I, I would like to learn it properly in the future, but it's just it's really difficult. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. Yeah. I've recently actually started I had my first keyboard lesson last week, last Tuesday. And it's gonna be like a weekly thing for me, so I'm hopefully gonna be able to be um speak, well, keyboard or piano. Oh, in, main the piano, I think. But yeah. Yeah. Hopefully in like a year from now I'm a whiz on the key I'm a whiz on the piano. <laughs> well, if, if Shannon Wizard ever go classical, I know what to call. <laughs> Could do a bit of Van Halen. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> it is insane though that the most iconic riff that Van Halen ever came up with was on the keyboard. Yeah, true. Awesome stuff. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, hey, the questions come round, and I want to know everything about this. We could probably okay. spend about an hour talking about this. What was the inspiration behind the Mosh Pit Mayhem match? <laughs> Well, it's just like you go you go in a mosh pit at a concert, it is it is mayhem. Mm-hmm. Like people shoving each other. I've been I've been punching the face in mosh pits before. Mm-hmm. Like and it was like we need a catchy name. So we go like alliteration. GCSE English coming out now. <laughs> Easy, easily memorable. Um but yeah, like the idea of of like anything goes. Um, weapons, any kind of any kind of strikes, low blows, closed fists, all that, all that kind of stuff. Um, but obviously, we it was a pretty late idea we had because we kind of clocked. Yeah, we've got one referee for this. We only had Dan Sheeda for that match. Yeah. Um, so we basically Mad- added, referee, added the stipulation that the pinfall must take place in the ring. Mm-hmm. Makes Just, sense. Yeah, helps helps down out quite a bit. <laughs> Not having to be all over the building, like could potentially be out in the street, backstage, in the bar. Like, I, oh. I still to this, I still to this day have no idea where Troy Ryan and Aiden Steen went when they went. <laughs> they came out on the balcony, but they could they they could have been anywhere <laughs> in that building. Like, <laughs> we were just, start just wondering just, that for ages. Yeah, like walking around. He just he just took him. I was like. <laughs> But my reaction was, he's, he's just stolen my tag team partner. Was, like, he's just took him, gone, just done a Lego with him. No, it was, it was quite confusing when that happened. And then when they came out on the balcony, I was just like, oh, he's going to jump off this, isn't he? One of them's going off this. And then obviously, Aiden jumped off the balcony, <laughs> which was interesting. Like, it was. It adds him. But I think yeah. Aiden though he's a mad bastard. Yeah. Like I'm I'm I say that as if you're not. Like, I wouldn't have jumped off that. <laughs> like that's a long way down. It is. That's a really long way down. Yeah, that's a long way. And shit with heights as well. Oh, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not the best with them, which isn't ideal in my position. <laughs> but no, I've it's something you just gotta deal with. Yeah. Like, you know, if, you, if, if you're up for something, you're coming down. Like, it's not going to be like, as long as you keep your head tucked and you don't land 
as long as you don't land on your head, essentially, you, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. And, Just watch yeah, your head. And like 999 times out of 1,000, you won't land on your head. So. Yeah. The high, that, Pretty the high much, stuff, yeah. As much, as much, <laughs> it's not, it's not nice. It's not, it's not the most terrifying thing in the world. Like there's, it's obviously stuff that's going to, that's going to hurt more. There's stuff that's going to hurt less. Yeah. Like. I mean, yeah. For example, Keenan going through that table on the outside. Oh, Ow. yeah. <laughs> that was one of the things, and we were like, we've done that, and we were like, yeah, we've we've done him in here. <laughs> he was like, and he he did he was he was out for that long that he didn't he didn't realize that obviously synergy had decided, okay, fair enough, these guys yeah. are okay, and that and then he, he he comes in kicking off, and the confusion was. Obviously, it made sense to be fair. Yeah, it was this really good feel good moment, and Keen's just like, What the fuck is going just, on? Yeah, it just gets in and starts kicking off. <laughs> like, obviously, he, he got his, got his comeuppance, but it's like, the fact that he was dead out cold for so long that pe- kids were in the ring having pictures with him. Yeah, like he was he was out there for ages. <laughs> he was he was just. <laughs> completely just done in in the middle of the ring and like the building had emptied yeah. like we had i think i think i think troy ryan goes went out to collect him because we were like we need to take the ring down and he's, he's still in there yeah like, people were <laughs> actually taking parts of the ring down around him yeah yeah <laughs> taking the aprons off and it, like kids getting in the ring and pinning him <laughs> like it was oh, it was fantastic. really funny these are reasons why i love rwf it's so great yeah but I need to know, how did it feel taking a guitar shot from Anderson Daniels of all people? Oh, it was, it was probably honestly the most painful thing that's ever happened to me in a wrestling match. I can't it, was abs- it was absolutely awful. Like, obviously, the, like, um, I was asked afterwards, like, was that guitar gimmicked? Because you know, people, yeah, it was you. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was actually. Um, it was on it, like it wasn't. I was like, I knew it was gonna hurt. Like, so obviously he's, he's took the guitar off me. I'm like, right, just brace for impact at this point. But it was, it was unbelievable. It was like, I, it, it's difficult to describe. And obviously the 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 bang that went off, you can you can hear it in the footage from all the air coming out of the guitar. Like, I couldn't hear anything for a solid ten minutes. My ears were just really? ringing. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, it was awful. My arms were shaking, my legs were shaking, blurry vision, couldn't hear anything. It was just really disorientating. <laughs> but I've watched it back. You were so the... proud of it as well. I went talk to you and like, yeah. Oh yeah, it was like it was sick. Like I've watched it back, and the the reactions of the crowd are absolutely priceless. It's so good. Like someone like audibly screamed yeah. after it happened. I was like. But like yeah. the, I, I just the, the poor woman who was r- literally right next to me when it happened, and she's just like the, the disbelief when he's got it above his head, and then <laughs> when it comes down and she, it's it's, it's quite funny to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously getting thrown through chairs as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm just there, just out. <laughs> I was me done that. I was I was not getting back up from that. Yeah, I, um, 
try and I'll link the video. I'll try and find it and try and link the video of Clash getting hit with that guitar in this description. Or some, something along the lines. Yeah. Well, it, the, the, match, oh. the match is on Powered for TV as a, as a free What shot on Powered for TV? Yeah, yeah Powered for TV. TV. For free as Wrestling well. Wrestling Netflix. Exactly, yeah. And this this subscription's worth it, to be fair. It really is. Like it you really get a lot. You get a lot for your money. Yeah, yeah, I hundred percent agree. I I got Powerful TV late last year. It really is great. Yeah, it's it's getting round to watch. I've been meaning to watch TNT back. I've been waiting yeah. to watch the stream the, things the, back. There's there's actually probably more stuff on there than you have time to watch. Yeah, yeah. That the only thing is getting round to watching it. Yeah, there's so much on there though. It really is worth. Yeah, We're not getting it's, it's, paid. But <laughs> no, we're not. It, it, it's, it's genuinely a really good service. Genuinely, yeah. Like, yeah. As you just said, wrestling Netflix. Genuinely, yeah. It's fantastic. It's it, it's, it's good exposure for first. I don't want to say smaller companies, but like companies that aren't like a progressive level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Com- uh, companies that could do with that like, exposure, like it, it helps. Yeah. It really does help. No, it's it really, really, really good. It's like it's one of them where. Wrestling promotions will 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 always get the local fans, but yeah. it's difficult to branch out to further fans because of time, money. It, it's difficult. Yeah. Like I'd I'd always encourage like supporting your local promotion. Yeah. As first and foremost, but if you if you have the facilities to get to other places, it's what it's worth checking them out. Oh, massively! Yeah, yeah. I um, I got to more shows that this like last year than I ever had. Uh, I yeah. got to obviously IWF and Future Shock are my home two home shows. Yeah. Uh, I got to catch TNT. Those are different um, shows, which were fantastic. It's, yeah, it's like, so great. But obviously, we watched uh, went to Extreme Fields, but yeah. watched a couple of couple of Odyssey shows. Um, yeah. Kingdom of Wrestling, This Is Wrestling, and they were all. Uh, it's it's weird. Like they're all family friendly. Like obviously, Extreme Fields wasn't, but family-friendly promotions. But they're all different. Yeah. Like it's not like you go you go to one place and you go to another place and it's the exact same show. A lot of the time, it's not. It's not even similar. Yeah. I yeah. I think that's really good. There's a lot of lot of like versatility and diversity in the in the cards and the actual shows themselves. Yeah, that's a massive thing with shows as well. You do need that versatility. That um the originality between each show because yeah. a lot of shows can fall into the trap of feeling a bit samey. But it's, See, if I, I go to TNT on Future Shop and WWF, there are going to be three very different shows. Yeah. I, th- that's, I think that's something the, particularly the Northwest is very, very strong with. But I suppose mm-hmm. I've, that's the only real place I've watched wrestling shows. Yeah. But I've, I've never been to two shows, even from like the same promotion, where it's been like, yeah, this, this is samey. Like, it's all different. Yeah, like is fantastic. Like, like themed shows, themed matches. It's really creative and it's 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 good to see, really. Yeah, yeah, because it shows a lot of passion and heart going into something that they love to do. Yeah, which is always a lot, great. a lot of creative thinking from from obviously the owners of the companies and the, the wrestlers and the matches. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, you get people like Steve Baby and Sam Bailey at Future Shock, and you can't really question what they do. They love. The business and they love what they do and they're two fantastic minds of the business right there yeah definitely definitely it's 
it's a basis where you are you are only limited to your imagination. Yeah, and uh, and booking face. If you don't have a few grand to spend on, on booking fees, you, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to book other people, but oh, I mean, yeah. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's why it's why it's why I like it's why I, I it's, it's a good thing to see like companies as well pushing academy talent as well as obviously your big names like your Joey Hayes and people like that. Like you like LWF, there's a, there's a lot of people on those shows that have come through the academy. Yeah, it's a feeder um, promotion. It feeds yeah. people through from the academy, which is one thing I really, really do love. You see a lot of, you see academy talents come through Future Shock as well. And yeah, I'd love to Definitely. see that. It's so, so good because when you see someone debut, see, I, I watched Holly Barlow and the likes of Tonga as well, the Young Guns, yeah. like all of them debut in Future Shock. And when you, <coughs> see these people debut and watch them from where they were to where they are in a few years from now you've been on a journey like, yeah no them. yeah i get you with that like <clears throat> um but um, i've completely blanked can't remember what i was gonna say um but yeah i, I imagine it is it is good like it's a, a nice thing to be a part of like if you watch a debut and then you watch them in a title match two years later exactly like, yeah like, like you look at you look at the young guns. Like you've obviously you watched them debut, and now you're seeing them like everywhere. Exactly, and you can't help but be so happy for these people because this is their dream. This is what they want to do, and you're watching yeah. them achieve it. Yeah, it's no, it's so a, great. Yeah, definitely. Like as as well, like um, people might go into it what just wanting to work their local promotion, or maybe even like not even do that many shows just doing it for a fitness kind of thing yeah. but then there's obviously the people who go into that thinking like i want to be the next roman reigns i want to be the next sasha banks people like that um and watching them achieving those heights like it's, it's impressive like it really is and it's inspiring at the same time yeah knowing definitely. that these people are literally coming to literally at the exact same position that you are starting out uh, look at them now. I know what they can yeah. do. Yeah. It's just it's just a, a matter of like if you're willing to put the work in, there's not really any limits to where you can go with, with wrestling. Exactly. Exactly. And there's, and there's also no right or wrong way of getting into the business either. Uh, I don't like this um yeah. kind of herd uh mentality of like I say the myth came in from NTV. It's like yeah, but Look at the, what he's doing now. Look how passionate he yeah. is and how good he is. Yeah. No matter how you get in, it matters if you love the basis and they're dedicated to it. Yeah, definitely. Like if, if you if you've got if you've got a good trainer and you trained well, like it doesn't really matter where where you've come from, like in your background. Exactly. Exactly. Because you right. at the end of the day, you're all you're all there for the same reason to put on a great show. Yeah, definitely. Like. It doesn't doesn't like it's, it's obviously important to be individual, but oh, yeah. at the same time, you you've all got to be equals. Like obviously, there will be people who are like, like you go you you you, well, you go to a show and you'll be like, there'll be your academy talent and you'll be like, oh these guys are great. 
it's nice to see these people. It's good to see these people um, and be introduced to who they are. But it's obviously like your bigger names on the card. They're the people that a lot of fans will go to watch. Yeah. But then because of that, they get introduced to new people. Exactly. It, yeah. You're only going to benefit younger talent when you rub them up against more experienced talent, like over talent, because you're yeah. only going to benefit and learn from that. Like, we've, I've seen it quite a few times over the years. Um, I remember seeing Pac go to a go up against Solid Urson in Future Shock and holy shit, that's a match I've watched last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, things like that, it's always amazing to see because it, it, you're seeing, um, I'm not saying, I'm not saying someone is like new talent, someone is fucking elite, um, but seeing talent that's established, that major established talent rubbing it up against people who are on the British indie scene. Yeah, who, who are like gonna benefit. well known, well like well known in the local area and potentially even nationwide, but maybe less so in other countries. Exactly. But these people who are like worldwide fucking worldwide stars against like against like national national talent, it's like really really good exposure for them. Massively, yeah, because you see that one name on the card. You a lot of people who not not necessarily. These people might not go to a to the local show, an LWF, a future shot. They might not frequent it every so often. Yeah. But they see a name that they know, say Pack the Hurricane, people like that. They're like, oh shit! Oh, that person's on. Get a ticket. And they might. They're watching one one match. They've gone there for that one wrestler, but they're watching the rest of the card and they'll enjoy the rest of the card and what everybody else has to offer. And yeah. You've got yourself potentially a new fan there. Yeah, definitely. Like, like perfect perfect example is is Joey Hayes. Like you see Joey Hayes on a on a card, you're like, okay, that's going to be a good show. Yeah. Like, but there's 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 a lot of people like coming up now, and you see them, and you're like, yeah, that's they're going to put on a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's definitely good for like like you like academy talent coming through, people like that, like less experienced guys to be not necessarily in the same, like not even necessarily in the same match, but on the same show as these people. Yeah. Because they're going to draw the numbers in it. it get, but it gets you more acclimatized to larger amounts of people. It does, yeah. Like a show. Like I, I remember like when I debuted, I was so nervous before, before going out. But like now I'm like, just like, just go out. Yeah. It's like the, you, you get used to, like, I'd, I'd probably be a bit nervy if I went elsewhere. It's natural to be like the, the LWF crowd. Like you go around it and you see the same faces every show, but yeah. you see new faces every single time as well. Yeah, and it's really positive. And the thing is, with your entrance as well and your style, it's just so energetic that it gets the fans, especially the younger fans, but it gets the fans up and going and excited because of how energetic you are. You run out there and don't stop. Yeah. Obviously, at the last show, I nearly ran straight into you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> stopped myself, so that's all right. But... <laughs> you ran across, had to stop yourself. What, John? You just went, yes. Went across. <laughs> <laughs> it's great stuff, though. Like, it, 
one thing I, that's one thing I do love though because it it gets you hyped up as a fan when you see everybody else getting hyped up as a collective. Yeah, you know that, like this is gonna be good. As well, like the crowd being hyped up gets you hyped up as as a wrestler. Like it helps you like have more energy going into it, like gets the adrenaline going. Yeah, of course, yeah. Like uh, that's what's really good about the LWF. Like the crowd are always really supportive of every match. Yeah. Yeah, they are. And it's it's great to see. It really is great to see because yeah, definitely. I've been I've been to shows where the crowd's been dead when in my eyes they really shouldn't be. Um, yeah, I remember it was a match that we shot between Holly Bardo and Alexis Falcon, and I think it was the first ever women's main event of that that show of that promotion, and it was a it was one of my favorite matches of the year. It was amazing, yeah. but. Um, I think there was a, like a marquee match earlier early on in the show and a lot of fans had come for that. Yeah. And a lot of people had left and the remaining people weren't making much noise and me and a few others were just going hell for never trying to get everyone going. And it was a shame because that feud, that lasted pretty much all year, was my personal feud of the year. And it was incredible. Yeah. And the match, the match that night was incredible. I thoroughly loved it. But um, yeah. Um, sometimes it just happens. Sometimes there can just be. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, like, uh, yeah. like if the crowd have been absolutely massive for one match, they might be a bit tired or mm. or something like that. But I'd I'd say like people in the crowd, like you, you know you know what you're there for, kind of thing. Um any support you can give to the match, whether it's cheering, booing, chanting, it is really, really appreciated by the people in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that because that's what you're there for, isn't it? That's the, the yeah. highlight for you is to get that that big crowd reaction, whether you're getting booed or cheered. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely with that. I mean, me in training at the moment, well, kind of training at the moment, bit of a... Full par, but yeah, getting back in soon. Getting back into it, yeah. I I'm one of them who wouldn't mind getting food, you know. Yeah. <laughs> really ridiculous. I, I I might come across a bit of an asshole here, but <laughs> it's good. It's good getting cheered. It is good. It's a good feeling. Yeah. I, I imagine I imagine getting booed as well. It it could be, like if that's what you're trying to do, then it, I imagine it is quite satisfying. Um, but, but obviously, if, if you get if they boo you and you're not trying to be booed, it, it probably isn't very nice. But that's no. not it's not something you see often at all. That I can imagine that one being a bit like you go out there expecting, yeah, boo. Oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. I can imagine it being a bit disconcerting. I think that's like a lot of people's worst nightmare when they're first starting off, you know, first yeah. getting onto shows, like. That, that that was I think part of the reason why I was I was really worried before my debut because so I was like what if I go out there and they're just like what is this guy we're not getting behind him but well, but they it's did one of them. so it was, it's one of them where it's, it's like um it's like the worst enemy is yourself oh yeah definitely but something about the LWF crowd as well and it's it's really good for 
people debuting is they they will always get behind an underdog. Oh yeah, I'm a sucker for an underdog. Yeah, I'm a it's massive great. Like, sucker even, for an underdog. Even if like you're thinking they're not going to win, or you're thinking they probably won't, when they do, it's a nice thing as a as a as a, as a spectator. It is. When, when someone you're really rooting for wins, it, it's beautiful to see. It really yes, is. Like, it's so heartwarming. It's like, that's what, one of the reasons why I loved um, Halibardo so much, because she was always an underdog wherever she went. And she was always fantastic, no matter what. Yeah. It's always great following the story, of like the underdog story. Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, you, you, you see it in the LWF, like with with the Reynaldo and Nick Cutter thing at the end of last year. Like, obviously, like, Ray's a veteran. He's really, really, really very good. But, obviously, Nick Cutter's, like, significantly younger. So, I feel like Ray was probably probably seen as a bit of an underdog in that match because, obviously, Cutter had the the support of the wrecking crew as well. But, like, obviously, the crowd reaction when when he won was something else and but I think Ray and the LWF crowd kind of go hand in hand like they'll yeah. never not love him kind of thing yeah yeah no, it's it, it's organic in its, uh, in its finest uh, finest form and it's yeah. it's just it's it's really great it's nothing short of amazing to see yeah definitely and simply it's, I, mean, I mean don't get me wrong I've really enjoyed, as big a bastard as they are, I've really enjoyed what they've, like, how far the Wrecking Crew have come. They are yeah. bastards, but yeah, how far they've come is incredible. But that reaction was stunning. Yeah, it's, it's one of them things as well, like, like the Wrecking Crew will come out and the crowd will just instantly be just just booing them, shouting stuff at them. Um, I think it, it, benefited, it, it benefited Shannon Wizard massively being against the Wrecking Crew because it was one of them things like that crowd will get behind anyone who's not the Wrecking Crew wanting them to win. Like, obviously, we'd the crowd had kind of realised that obviously we were like, like actually, we quite like these guys after, after Mosh Pit Mayhem. That seems to be when the support kind of went up quite a lot. Yeah. But once we started like having issues with the Wrecking Crew and stuff, crowd were they just wanted us to win any anything we were against them in. Yeah, I'd have been. I'd have, I would. I was saying to my mom, because she's a wrecking crew fan. She lo- we we loved pretty much all the tag teams going in that tournament. To be yeah. honest, but I was. I said I've been very happy with uh, Shannon Wizard winning that one. Well, I I I would have been as well. <laughs> Obviously, we didn't. But to to get to get a title match like relative like. Within what is real, realistically not that long after debuting, it's it's really like I'm really grateful for it. Yeah, like I'm proud of myself, to, like as well, for being able to get get to that point. Like, it should be as came, well. We came up short, but just being in involved in in a in a title match, like what, like I debuted in February 2020. Then obviously the the great global scourge occurred. So I, th- I then didn't have a match till July last year. Yeah. 
So it's it's not a huge amount of time, but I'm just I'm just excited to see what this year brings. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I am right there with you. I'm so excited for 2022. Yeah. So so excited. It's gonna be an amazing year. I've set myself some goals for this year, so it's gonna be great. Yeah, so so have I. <laughs> Speaking of, do you have do you have any wrestlers um, that you'd like, quite like to wrestle in the future? I don't know. Like it's one of the things I, I tend to just take stuff as it comes. But mm. I think like most side mercenary squad, they'd be great to work with. Oh yeah. Like what watching them like, um, like. Obviously, I'm predominantly a tag wrestler, so I'm just I'm thinking tag teams. Fair. Um, most side mercenary squad, definitely. Um, synergy again down the line, maybe. Yeah. 100%. But obviously, they, that might not be a realistic goal with the trajectory they're on at the moment. Could be. Like it's 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 unbelievable. Like they're on the network. Yeah. Like fair play to them. And they deserve but it yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, obviously, I, I I tend to just take stuff as it comes. Like if. Um. Mine's gone blank again. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah, no, it's um, <laughs> no, it's difficult to think of specific people. That's fair. I'd want to work with because I just want to work with as many people as possible. Well, that's an answer in in and of itself, really. Like yeah, everyone, true. anyone, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's an answer anyway. And yeah, I, I can understand that as well. Like I have um, a list of people from like a bucket list kind of view for someone who. I'm nowhere near <laughs> getting on a show. Nowhere near, but um, no for oh, the future. Yeah. Um, I've got some ideas in my head of people I'd love to work with in some capacity, whether yeah. as a manager, for or against, with anything. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, wanting to work with as many people as you can is also a an answer in and of itself. Yeah, because you like you you learn stuff from people you're against. Yeah, like you pick things up and tweak stuff that you do, either from advice to give you or just from the actual match itself. Yeah, like one thing can get one thing you might not even expect could get like a big reaction from the crowd. Yeah, like certain moves that might not be con- considered a like a massive move, and then the, you hit it, and the crowd are like. The crowd like pop, and you're like, okay, I'll do this more. Yeah, because most of the time, like the big moves will always get a reaction, but most of the time, yeah. it's it's those little things that you think of, like, oh, I I didn't even think that would get noticed, but it got a pop. Yeah, and I think go. I think from a from a family show aspect as well, where they're just going to watch wrestling, they're not like, like obviously you're. You've got crowds that are going to see the massive, massive superplexes, 450s, all that kind of stuff. And that that's a that's a niche market for for people like obviously not everyone can do a 450. Yeah. Like I said that like the majority of people won't be able to do the the high flying stuff like that, but the people who can, they're they're in a very good position. Yeah. Because they're they're obviously a a smaller, smaller pool, but, but yeah, like, so like, like technical wrestling, for example, I love watching technical wrestling, but other people might not. 
other people might find it boring or stuff like that. I love it. And that's, that's uh, their opinion, but it's it's good to watch. It's Ridgeway like, is my favorite wrestler. And Ridgeway is good. It's just he is good. You you can't help but just love what he does in the ring. And I remember well, I remember I bet at TNT between me and David. Yeah, of the how many bumps a Ridgeway match was gonna get. Yeah, that was well, it's it's a it was a it was a technical masterpiece, let's be realistic here. Oh, massively, you don't yeah. you don't you don't have to be taking like throwing in ridiculous moves and pile drivers and backflips and front flips for it to be a good match. As long as you have the crowd hooked from beginning, middle to end. Yeah. There you go. It, yeah, absolutely. It, it's down to pretty much doing what you know you can do and try because I, I I get the feeling sometimes I'm, I'm not naming names because I genuinely don't know anyone who does this to name names it's hypothetical really <laughs> but um, I, get, I can get I kind of imagine early on in some people's um, career as a wrestler to try and do things that might not particularly be them if you know what I mean yeah, I, I get you with that. Like, I, I, did, I did it. I, I did it to some degree. Like, like it is, it is natural. My, isn't it? my character now is completely different to what it was when I debuted. Yeah, I've, I've obviously changed it to what the crowd get behind. Exactly. But at the at the same time, I've changed it to to be stuff that I enjoy doing more. Yeah. And that that, um, that translates to the it's fans getting that balance. Yeah, like if if you're not if you're not enjoying yourself with a a character you're doing, and don't do it. Like if if the crowd get behind it, but you you feel it's not you, or you just don't like the feel of it, then just well change it. Like if if the crowd support you, then they'll support you. No matter what you do, really. Exactly, and the crowd's smart. Whether it yeah. be adults, kids, whatever, the crowd, the crowd are smart. They'll be able to notice if you're not 100% dedicated to to what you're doing. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's sound, sound advice, really. Just do you and do what you yeah. find is fun because you'll be able to latch onto it a lot more that way as well. Yeah, like you, you see people... And their the, their character in the ring is completely different to how they are out of the ring, and uh, like a lot of the time that works. Yeah. But for me, I I find it easier to be closer in the ring to how I am outside. Yeah, but it's it's one of them. It's just whatever whatever suits you personally, really. Yeah, it's not I really, find in that niche. Yeah, there's not really a set way to have a character, mm-hmm. or to not have a character potentially. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it's about finding you and finding that that level of comfort within you and your uh, your gimmick, your character. Yeah, absolutely. So as soon as you start um, relating to what you're doing, as soon as the sooner the fans will start relating to what you're doing too. Yeah. Like, it's, it, is, it is important to have a good character. Yeah. Like, like I'd say potentially more important than your actual in-ring ability. Like obviously it's it's impressive seeing people do crazy things or like 
ridiculous technical wrestling, but if it's a character you can get behind, you're going to support that. I mean, again, I return back to The Miz. Like, no one's ever going to look at The Miz and think he's a technical masterclass and there was a Bret Hart. But at the same time, everyone gets behind him. They boo him, don't get me wrong, but everyone yeah. either loves or hates him because of how good he is and his character yeah. is so... Like you, you can gravitate to it whether you love or hate it. You're there for it and you feel yeah. something with it. It's right, tangible. Well, perfect example of the flip side is look at, at Roman Reigns. Like he's an incred he's an incredible wrestler and yeah. the character he's got now works for him so well. Mm-hmm. But then you look at how he was two, three years ago when they're trying to fall they like they were trying to just force him down the fan's throat. Mm-hmm. And the fans didn't like that, so they were booing him. Yeah. When it was a character they they well, that WWE wanted him to wanted the crowd to be cheering. And it wasn't but, the character, it wasn't Roman people. It got to the point where people booed Roman and hated Roman and didn't I don't think yeah. they understood themselves that it wasn't him they really hated. It was this idea of it was how he was being used. Exactly. Like, Wrestling fans don't like being force-fed things. They'll choose who they like and who they don't like. Exactly. Like Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. These people are organically always going to be loved by the fans no matter what. Yeah. It's very obvious when the promotion goes, this is the person you're going to cheer. Cheer them now. Like, no. But the, the thing is with it, those promotions are never... They're never the small local level promotions. Mm-hmm. It's always your, it's always your big boys who are doing stuff like that because they have a product that they want to. Well, they they've obviously got more things to think about with stuff like that. It's like what's going to sell. It's yeah. going to sell toys. What's going to sell shirts. Um, whereas with, with a smaller, like e- even like your your big companies, but like like your progress is your ICWs. That's still a, a very organic atmosphere. Yeah. Like nothing feels forced, which is something you do see. A, it's not, well, it's not really an ideal amount, but quite a lot in your bigger companies. Yeah. And it, it's something you can see through a mile away as well. It's, yeah. I throw this word around a lot, but it's because it, it's true. It, it has to be organic. And the fans have to be there. Be able, they have to be along for the ride since day one. It's just not going to work yeah. no matter what. I mean, don't get me wrong. Somewhere down the line, one event can happen that can flip and there you go. You've got the fans. But that can, yeah. that can be quite a rare occasion. And it, a lot of the time, that's not down to the booking per se. It's down to the performers. Yeah. Like, obviously, I don't, I, I don't know anything about how a show's booked. Oh. It's, it's, not, it's not my business to know. Yeah. Like, but... What what you can see, particularly in the UK, particularly in a lot of Europe as well, is everything is booked well. Yeah. Like you, you never you never see a match and you just think like, why is that happening? Mm. Like it's always you see it and you're like, oh, that's all right. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I think we've um, we've been quite lucky in in that regard for quite a while with British or oh, it's European wrestling because. We've got 
at the moment, an embarrassment of riches with how much talent there truly is on the indie scene. And a few years ago, when WWE was purging talent, people were saying British wrestling's dead, and they yeah. couldn't be more wrong if they tried. I, I, like I was, I was. It was before I'd started training and stuff, and yeah. I was looking at it. I'm like, they're they're snatching up the big names, and you're like, this isn't great, but it's probably actually been more beneficial to the British indie scene because it's allowed those gaps to be filled by newer people mm-hmm. and get them exposure. Yeah. It, it's gotten the newer people exposure and at the same time it's gotten bigger names signed to pretty much the biggest yeah. company in the world. Well, yeah. So that has benefited so a it lot. benefits of everyone, really. And then that biggest company in the world let them all go. Yeah. Which is, well, it's ridiculous, really, isn't it? But... Yeah. We'll move on from that one. Yeah. <laughs> <Bit of> that. <laughs> That's not what we want to talk about. Keep it positive. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's great. I and mean, it, it's genuinely so great to see. And as I say, that when, when you're watching talent that are genuinely enjoying being in the ring, yeah. there's not much else you can ask for, really. It, well, yeah. it, it touches the fans when when these, these wrestlers are so into everything they're doing that they're loving it it makes the fans love it by proxy yeah it's it is one of them things like it's not something you can feasibly do if you don't enjoy doing it very true very very true and it also is an art form that is um so reliant on you're so reliant on your opponent your opponent is so reliant on you that if you're not enjoying it that could lead to just one little slip of carelessness if you know what i mean like not not even that. If if you're not if you're not enjoying what you're doing, then the crowd ain't gonna enjoy what you're doing. At the end of the day, like, and that'll, have a neg- that'll have a negative impact on you, on your opponent, and potentially on the rest of the show. On the company, everything, yeah, yeah. yeah like one little, one little bit, like one one match where you just know someone isn't too interested. In it. it can just because by nature. Simply by nature, people gravitate more towards negativity. That's why negative press is always rampant yeah. everywhere. It's just it's just how we are. So like one yeah. little slip, like the rest of the show could be absolutely fantastic, but sometimes you might get people leaving the show going, yeah, but what about that that thing that happened? It's like, it, yeah. it can be a shame, but... It's That's not... why it's good to have as much positivity as possible. Massively. Like, and that, it's, it's something you do see, like, particularly in wrestling. Like, mm. Everyone's very supportive of each other. There's not really any re- there's not really any real beef going on. You get the odd, get the odd little thing. Yeah. But it, it never goes massive. It's usually yeah. resolved. Which is how it should be. It should be professional. Yeah. yeah. Like you'll stay behind after after shows and talk to people, and they're always so supportive and so positive and so lovely. Yeah. No, it's, it's it's brilliant. Like other than the give... wrecking crew, they're bastards. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you you go out and you'll you'll talk to someone who's like either a wrestler somewhere else or a trainer and ask them for feedback, and they'll genuinely give you like good beneficial feedback, not just like oh yeah that was good. They'll break down what was good and what was bad. And for me, like I'd like negative feedback is is a good thing, like criticisms, because yeah. it helps you improve. If you're just getting told everything's brilliant that you do, 
then you're never going to get better. Yeah, I don't like when a lot of people blow smoke like that. Like, oh, yeah, it was good. That yeah, and then they'll walk away and say otherwise. Yeah. I'd I'd rather people tell me like that was good, but you could have done this. Yeah, like there's all there's always room for improvement with anything. I mean, you like, look at some of the best in the world. You look at the like Roman Reigns. There will always be room for improvement in his head. That's what makes yeah. you successful. Yeah, it's like it's having that mindset and not getting the the idea in your head of like if people think they're amazing at everything then the minute someone criticizes and they're going to have a, a negative reaction to that but obviously it's it's a positive thing to know you're good at something yeah but you've also got to be like grounded in the way that like yes i'm good at this but i could be better yeah and that helps you to improve keeps you motivated exactly i think a lot of it as well can go down to who's telling them as well yeah, I think a lot of them come down to that. It's like if you're being told to improve at someone that you think you're better than, it can be, it can, it can make you think like, oh, well, I don't know. But yeah, constructive, constructive criticism, it, it will only help serve to improve you because yeah. As I said, the, the best in the world are the ones that I've always wanted to improve. Yeah, definitely. Like, like taking criticism positively as well. Yeah. Like if someone criticizes you and you and you don't necessarily agree with their criticism, still take it on board. Whether you choose to ignore it or not is up to you. But if you just hear what they've got to say, then it helps give you more of a feel of like what you can do better with what you're really good at, what you're not necessarily good at. Exactly. Exactly. And at the end of the day, you should always want to be wanting to improve in the yeah, ring, in character, in everything, really. It's great. Yeah, just in general. Yeah. In life. Yeah, just being the best best version of yourself you can be. So be a bit soppy and mildly cringy. <laughs> <laughs> we love it on this channel. Do you have any goals or ambitions for the future? Um, Be that near or far, uh, wherever you are. For me, just just in improving like my fitness, my physique, because that, that that does need work. That's something I've got in my head that I need to sort out. I see. And like with with doing that, it'll improve other aspects. Mm -hmm. Um, but like from from a wrestling standpoint, just doing as much as I can, training as much as I can, um, wrestling as many matches as I can. Whether that whether that's in the LWF, elsewhere, I'll just I'll take what whatever I'm given with that and I'll do it to the best of my ability. Sounds good to me. Sounds perfect to me. Clash, thank you so much. Do you have anything to plug in your show, social media? Um, well obviously LWF have got the uh, Lancashire Riot coming up at the next show, crowning the women's champion. Uh, that's that's going to be great event. There's already a lot of very good talent on that. Yeah. So if you can get down to watch that, what obviously come down and watch it. Um, and if you can't, it'll be on Powered Ball TV. It will be. Plugging them. I'll be not getting them. Um, not sponsored at all. No. Although, no, no, if, if you want to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be getting them. Um, Hopefully, be getting BB on as well to talk about that show as well. Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you for that.
<laughs> any any socials? Nice um, yeah, Instagram, uh, that Nathan Geese. It's on the bottom of the, the, the photo I sent you. It's an overlay. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so. Follow me, if you want. Follow me if you want. If you don't want to, fair enough. I don't post, so <laughs> don't follow. Josh, <laughs> yeah. yes, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much, and thank you. I'll see you later. <laughs>